0: Jesus says do not be called rabbi do not be called father do not be called master as you may have noticed he never says do not be called tutor so that's okay but of course what really concerns our Lord is not simply the title or the rank that we have or that we aspire to. What concerns him is that very deep tendency that we have to compare ourselves with the others and to be so focused on our own status as to lose sight of the big picture. He says it three times in this gospel. He says, you have but one teacher, you have but one father. You have but one master. St. Thomas, in his commentary on this passage, he poses a question. What does the Lord mean that you have but one teacher? And Thomas answers, we must say that he is properly called a teacher who has his teaching from himself, not he who disseminates a teaching received from another. And thus there is only one teacher, God, who alone has his own teaching. All truth originates in God. He's the only real auctoritas, authority, However, St. Thomas goes on to explain that there is still a sense in which there can be and are many teachers. Namely, in ministerio, in service. He says, if you seek authority as though you were the very source, the origin of your teaching, then you seek what belongs to God. But if you seek service, you seek what belongs to humility. Humility, that's, that's really the whole point of the gospel. That's so difficult virtue. How can we tell if we have humility? Are you humble? You may have heard the saying, if you think you're humble well, then you're proud. But if you think you're proud, you're right. You are. So is there no escape? Well, certainly pride is very difficult to overcome, isn't it? But humility is possible. It is possible. We see that in the saints. But if we're going to acquire it, We need to understand it. You know, St. Thomas, as I'm sure you know, he gave a lot of importance to definitions. He thought we needed good definitions not only in theoretical matters like mathematics or physics, but also in practical matters. How can we strive for a certain virtue such as humility if we don't know what it is. And I really think that we might have the wrong idea. We might easily have the wrong idea about what humility is. We tend to think, don't we, that to be proud is to have a high opinion of yourself. And that to be humble is to have a low opinion of yourself. But that can't really be right, can it? After all, no one is more humble than Jesus. But he calls himself Master and Lord. Pride and humility are not mainly in our opinion about ourselves. They're not in what we think. Thomas explains this. They're not in what we think, but in what we desire. Thomas defines pride as the Immoderate desire for excellence. Wanting too much. Wanting excessively to stand out. And humility is moderation in that desire. So you can be really excellent in some way. And you may know it. But you can still be humble if you're not too attached to your own excellence. On the other hand, You can be of low rank and know it but if it makes you sad or takes away your peace you're proud. But I think once we understand what it is what pride is what humility is I think we can see that there is an escape from pride. We escape it not by thinking badly of ourselves, but just by thinking less about ourselves. Just giving less importance to how we compare with the others. It doesn't matter that much. But I think three things can help here. The first is straight from the gospel. Think about the one teacher. Think about God. Think about his incomparable excellence. And think about the fact that he is your father. And be proud of that. That's a good pride. God is my father. And then you see, it's easy to see that all the differences among us are really trivial. And you'll see that, that As Jesus says, we are all brothers, we're all siblings. We're all little children, very little children of the same Father. And then we can rejoice in the other's good qualities, their excellences, as much as in our own. Because they're ours too. The second thing is also in the Gospel. The greatest among you must be your servant. This is the humility of Jesus Christ, isn't it? His whole life was just that, was service. Service to his Father, service to us. Joyful service, of course. Joyful, loving service. This this is it, the spirit of service. This is what characterizes all the saints. From the most lowly and simple to the most outstanding the most famous you know there's a lovely maybe some of you know there's a lovely episode in the life of St. Thomas that I I think it shows how excellence can go together with humility how it's true that the greatest can be the servant it took place when he was already a famous theologian. He was famous. He was somewhat controversial. The occasion was the ceremony for the inauguration of a young master of theology at the University of Paris. That was a big event. It was a two-day affair and it took place in the presence of the whole faculty. So on the afternoon of the first day, the young master gave a lecture. He had to give lectures on both days. And in that lecture, he directly attacked a position in theology that everyone knew was held by St. Thomas. And St. Thomas was there, of course. Thomas got the point, obviously, but he remained calm And he said nothing. There was discussion after the lecture, but Thomas said nothing. Later that evening, some of his students came to him and complained. They said he should not have allowed such an insult to the truth. And he said, no, one should be lenient with a new master at his inauguration. We shouldn't mortify him in front of the others. And then he said, okay, well, tomorrow we'll see what happens. So the next day, the young master got up again. And he went on the attack again. He attacked St. Thomas again. And this time, Thomas stood up. And I suppose his students wanted him to sort of flatten the fellow, you know. But that's not exactly what he did. His biographer says, With all moderation, Thomas yet led the young master to acknowledge his error and humbly ask to make him understand the truth more fully. And that's what Thomas did. That's excellence with humility. Because it only desires to serve God and to serve souls. Thomas' final gloss on today's gospel and his commentary concerns the words, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. And Thomas, as if to confirm these words, he simply cites Our Lady's Magnificat. He has cast down the powerful from their throne, and exalted the humble. Of course, really, the, the confirmation is Mary herself, the handmaiden who is queen. And all generations do call her blessed. That's the truth. So this is the third thing, the best thing, to obtain humility. Just go to Mary. Go to Mary every day like a little child, and ask her for it. I think few things could be more pleasing to her son. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.